Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Outside Ewhurst, trying to get a shortcut through to Dorking via Gomslake and Pease Hall. Well, Picasso is reported to be unhurt, but the pig has a slight headache. And on that note, we must say goodnight to you. Picasso has failed in his first bid for international cycling fame. So, from all of us here at the It's the Art Studio, it's goodnight. And from all of us here at the One Life Left Studio, this is One Life Left. No, wait, 100 episodes 100 old. years old. You're 100 episodes old. Yeah, oh, it's been a lot of Botox. That's a happy birthday. This is One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM, and we are One Life Left. I'm Steve Curran. I'm Simon Byron. I'm Anne Canterbury. And who's that? Hello, I'm John Hare. John Hare, we've been joined by games industry legend John Hare on our 100th birthday. Aren't we lucky? Super guest, John Hare. Could the day get any better? I don't know. I guess we're going to see over the next hour, because we've got a lot. We've got a lot on today. We've got a whole hour's worth. A whole hour's worth of features. You know, I thought about commissioning some special birthday features today. I thought maybe we could get our feature contributors to celebrate us in the same way as we're going to inevitably celebrate celebrate ourselves. ourselves. But instead I thought, no, because this show isn't just about us. It's about them as well. So just, just, I, I thought I'd just let them get on. Right, okay. Let them get on with it, but see what they've got. Presumably they've done it off their own back, have they? Um... I guess we'll see. Uh, we have today all new Do You Inverts. Come on, that's going to be new. a happy birthday song, isn't it? All new Do You Inverts. We have. Remember last year, last week when I uh, trailed Matthew Kumar? I do remember last when week. When I said best worst games is... Said, last week? Do you mean three weeks ago? I mean last episode. Okay. Uh, when I said Matthew Kumar is back. Right. And then <laughs> didn't play Matthew Kumar. Well, this week we're going to play Matthew Kumar. Excellent. Best um, worst games. That's coming up later in episode 100. How did he take to being dropped? Um, he sent me an email that said... What was that about? We were saving him for a hundred episode. That's how you should have phrased <laughs> that's, that. That's how I did phrase yeah, it. You might suspect a thing. <laughs> uh, we have um, loads, loads more. Wiki Wiki Wawa, great, is coming back. Episode special, and uh, maybe if you're good, and by you I mean you, Simon. Okay, we will have a bit of Craig the Rage later. But right now, 
It's time for Anne's 100th birthday news. 100th birthday news. It's 7.05 on Monday the 20th of July. I'm Anne Scanthabry and this is the news. The newly confirmed PlayStation Store won't attract smaller developers like its rival, the iTunes App Store. That's according to current iPhone developers. Development kits for the store cost one and a half thousand US dollars, while Apple only charges a one-off publishing fee of 99 dollars. It's hoped the PlayStation Store will boost the popularity of the PSP Go. Looks like Sony might have to change its name to the PSP No. Don't get it. You're you're quite pleased with that, aren't you? Yeah. I could see reading ahead there, and as you you saw the the joke uh, was coming, actually started smiling, didn't you? Yeah. You're a big fan of the PSP Go, aren't you, Simon? Even uh, though it's not, not gone yet, yet. But I will be, uh, I'm sure. <laughs> You're planning to be. Yes, I'm looking forward to it. Have you got much. a t-shirt? Yep. Any other fan items? Biting. Uh, and I'm, uh, yeah. A mug. A mug, yeah. With, with I love to go. Yeah. Coffee to go. <gasps> or a bum bag. And a, and a fanny pack. They're the same thing. Exactly. Mm. No, I was, I was just calling out to our American listeners. But at the, <laughs> at the same time, um, surely you must think this is a bit shameless. They're going straight after the Apple model. Are they? Shameless or sensible? You decide. Uh, no, no, I, wasn't I, think, asking me. I, think, I, I think it's wise. Maybe um, we should ask our super guests. Right, but the fact that they're charging so much for a development kit, sorry, we will come on to the super guests shortly, but the fact they're <laughs> charging so much for a development kit will hopefully stop people putting out things like iFart and stuff like <laughs> that all the time, you see? Right, so you don't, you don't support the, the little guy, do you? I don't support that little guy, people no. like People like best friend of the show, Dan Marshall, who's just trying to beaver away, produces a brilliant game like Ben there, Dan that. What, on the iPhone? Maybe. It's a one life left exclusive. exclusive. Wow, that's coming to iPhone. Maybe. Uh, and, and you'd have them pay 2,000 quid, would you, for uh, whatever it for is? For the privilege of being able to publish games for me, yes. Would you? Yes, I would. What do you feel about all of this, John? All of this what? All of this news. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's very interesting, but... But? Maybe there's something new to come. Another one life left exclusive. What? Oh, what time is it? It's seven minutes past, and we've already had two. This is insane. Two one life left exclusives, one of which is completely made up. <laughs> <laughs> Not John's, presumably. John, are you saying that from a, a position of knowledge? No, I'm just being enigmatic. Okay. Well, it's worked on us. You've piqued our interest. There you go. Well, you never know what's going to be around the corner in the wonderful world of games, I guess. So you're telling me not to buy a PSP Go? Well, you can take your choice. Ah, enigmatic. I'm all confused. Following the German government's threat to ban violent video games, the people of Deutschland have banded together to sign a petition against the move. The number of signatures has now passed the 50,000 mark within the three-week time frame, meaning the government will have to hear the case and may reverse its decision. Boy, do those Germans love their violent video games. I was about to be pithy about petitions and go, oh, it's another petition story. When a When's a petition ever changed? Well, it sounds like it has. We should do something about these petition stories, shouldn't we? Should we? <laughs> <laughs> we should. What do you think we should do? <laughs> Maybe, Maybe one of our listeners could start a petition yeah. on, on petitions online yeah. to stop Anne doing petition stories. Maybe one of those listeners could be Katie Fraser. She's listening live. Hello, Katie. She's enjoying our 100th episode. I thought you were about to go live to her. 
Maybe Obviously you weren't. Because... Did you just do a shout out? <laughs> a shout out, yeah. Hundredth anniversary shout out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so in what in the German Parliament they have a rule, do they? When fifty thousand people. Yeah. Really? Well, see, what's, what's good about our break was that uh, Anne did this story last episode, which was about three weeks ago, and there was like, obviously, well, will they, won't they? And, it's, and for those that are going through the back catalogue of One Life Left, it would happen just like that, yeah. won't it, rather than the three weeks? Because otherwise, otherwise we'd have had to suffer your updates, wouldn't we? Weekly updates on numbers. Right. So, so uh, John, I, I don't want to put you on the spot, but do you mm -hmm. think banning video games, good thing or bad thing? Banning them pretty bad for all of us, I think. Not oh, banning yeah. them? Not banning them. Well, it depends on what you're banning. It depends Violent on the content. Ones. He's an enigma, isn't, isn't he? he? Yeah. Keeps well, us guessing. Get a straight answer out of John. To be time. honest, very, very violent games. I've never really liked. Okay. Mm. What's What's the most violent video game you've played and enjoyed? What's, what's Where's your limit? Yeah. What's Where Where are you? Com what are you comfortable with? Just so we can get a handle on you. Okay. So, in general, everything you could say is entertainment. But mm. I do believe that. Uh, ultraviolence is an Americanization of our uh, art form right. of games, right. and it's been happening since the mid nineties. Have you have you ever killed a man in a game? Yes. Have you ever killed a man in the street? Uh, no. So the line <laughs> the line is somewhere between those two things. Yeah. Would kill a man in a game? Wouldn't club one to death with a snares cartridge? There we go. The PlayStation Eye camera is basically going to have a real eye in it. Sony's Kish Hirani, speaking at the Develop Conference in Brighton, revealed that it'll be able to detect gender, facial features, and will even be able to tell if you're smiling. More disturbingly, it'll be able to tell the age of your face. Presumably Barbara Windsor, Joan Rivers, and David Guest won't be signing up for advertising deals. Zing. I need to stop saying snares, by the way. Niz. Because the Americans will laugh when we say snares. British. Yeah. S-N-E-S. Okay. Uh, that was news to me, Anne. Yeah. Where did you get that from? Uh, the internet. Right. Who, who said it? Uh, who's, Kish. Who's, who's claimed this? Hirani. And how old is Kish? Do you know what? I think this actually happened. It, it was on Friday at Develop. And do you remember all those claps we heard when we were broadcasting live from one room at the Develop conference and we heard loads of claps next door? Yeah. I'm pretty sure that it was the Sony he was, guys. He was demonstrating that? Yes. How was he doing that? Was he holding up babies <laughs> to the PlayStation Eye and it was just kind of like shaking its head or, or nodding yeah. depending on whether it was over 16 or not? Wouldn't know I wasn't there. Interesting. Wow. So uh, what are the applications on that then? So what, what, why, why do we care whether a game knows how old we are? Um, crime games? What, so you're saying that it wouldn't boot up if you've got a young face? <laughs> <laughs> yep. It'd be like when you get ID'd, though, wouldn't it? It'd be a bit flattering, in yeah. a way. <laughs> Go, no, don't take offence. No, don't take offence. You should be flattered. Yeah. And it's the only way of overriding this, did, did Kish explain. He did, he, I don't know. I was, doing, I was doing the show with you, so... <laughs> right, no, but you've subsequently found out about it, haven't you? I, like, I wondered, found out about a little time, bit of it. Right. Can you look into that for us? Mm. Thanks. John, how old's your face? How old is my yeah, face? Yeah, what'd you say? Um, well, I'm 43, so we never, we never give I guess We never give ages out on the radio, or our current marital status <laughs> either, just to keep the <laughs> listeners, you know, excited. I think... Developers are not far off making a million dollars from Xbox Live community games. That's according to Microsoft's Charlie Skilbeck speaking at the Develop Conference. Skilbeck also said at the that the new community ranking feature will help sort the wheat from the chaff, making good games easier to spot. So you can make a game, get your friends to all say it's really cool, and you'll be reeling in the millions. Simple. Yeah. Um, 
how well is that working on the the App Store? Or no, is that based on ranking or popularity? What? Sorry, number of downloads. Like this, so this is all about uh, user moderated content, yes, isn't it? Everyone yes. going, that is awesome. Right. Therefore, it's going up in the charts. Yep. Is that really a good way of critically appraising uh, the quality of uh, things? I think it could be manipulated as well mm-hmm. by uh, unscrupulous publishers. Because in fact, it, it well, it almost says that it says get all your friends to say it's exactly, good. Yeah, we've got loads of friends. So if we made a game. We can't make games, can we? But John Hare can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you made a million from downloadable content on the Xbox Live? Personally? Yeah. No. What about unpersonally? Uh, I know people who have. I know companies that have, certainly. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Could, yeah. could we, do you think, if we made a game, could we make a million on Expo- Xbox Live now? If you had a really good game and you had lots of friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That might be a yeah. problem. We do not have. Okay, is there any way of doing it if you have a really bad game? Or no game at all? Emperor's New Clothes game. Yes! Yes! yes. Mm, it's what I've always wanted to do, is an Emperor's New Clothes game with a blank CD. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it only works in shops, not So online. what we could do is we could get all of our friends to say this game we've met, all of our listeners, yeah. don't have to be friends, right. to say... Although we are friends. Of course. Yeah. Uh, to say that this game we've made is really good, and that everyone should pay, you know, three quid via PayPal for it, and then they'd all be too embarrassed to say it Correct. wasn't. John's already... Ha- so why haven't you done this yet, John? Uh, well, it's, it's... It's still in development. It's still in development, okay. absolutely. It's like... I bet it's really good, isn't it? Yeah, it sounds it really, really good. good. Can we pay you, pay you for it now? Because I would. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, brilliant. Is it John Cage? Is it John Cage, the composer? Did the... Is his name something Cage? Robert Cage? Did... John Cage did that silent music. Six minutes. There, is a, there is a game based on that by the uh, Cleaner Games guy. Right. What would happen if you put that into Vip Ribbon? <laughs> Vip Ribbon, son. Okay. Finally, the Ultimate Fighting Championship has declared war on EA. This comes after the UFC was told by the company that their sport wasn't a real sport and that there's no way EA would make a game with them. The UFC then released a successful game with THQ only for EA to announce its own mixed martial arts game in June. Peter Moore of EA Sports claims the game has been in the pipeline for nearly two years. Peter Moore should probably remember how big the Ultimate Fighters are before he says anything else. Peter Moore still got he's he's got tats, hasn't he? Peter Moore has he? Yeah, didn't he get GTA tattooed on him? I think that was the story. He's That's this hard. is going to be embarrassing now because he's gone to EA yeah. <laughs> and he's got an old girlfriend's <gasps> tattoo on him. <laughs> Maybe he'll get it's cha- it changed. changed into a rose. But, well, no. What, what's EA's equivalent of GTA? Is it The Godfather? Yeah. Is that right? Yes. Maybe you could do that. Godf- Just put sort of hats gives, yeah. on them and and uh, mafia accoutrements. <sighs> Wouldn't argue with a man with tats, obviously. Is that how you say that word? Accoutrement? Yes, it is. Accoutrement. That was for our French listeners. Okay, we're being very multinational. Um, so who's, who's going to win this fight, Anne? Um, I, I, my money's on the ultimate fighters. They're the ultimate <laughs> fighters. <laughs> it's in the name. Must be. Is that the uh, is that the end of your news? Oh, hundred. How do you think it went, then? It was average at best. Right. So, how does it rank uh, with regards to your previous hundred news segments? Seventieth uh, out of a hundred. One life left. Video game news with
Let's talk about averages, shall okay. we? If you had a hundred things, yep. where would you expect the average to lie? Uh, 70th. 70 or so, wouldn't it be? Yeah. It's good. Quite good. Well, what about the modal average? The modal average? Mm. Um, can you put a position on the modal average? The yeah. median is... is, is that's, that's, the modal that's is shift. the most often. Yeah. So what would that be? 7 out of 10. 70. Always yeah. 7 out of 10. Uh, you're listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. <laughs> <laughs> we are a video game show uh, which occasionally Talks deals, with, uh, deals with math. Hmm. That's for our American listeners. Get to the heart of the matter. So we have, uh, we have loads and loads and loads of features coming up today. What do you want to start with, Simon? You you, oh, I should. I, sh- I want to start something with you. No, no. I'm we not, should not, say I'm not Peter Moore. We should say this is cruising my '95 Pimpmobile, <laughs> and that's by Coolor. Something funny, Anne? Do you think when something funny? Yeah. Do you think when he wrote the title for that song, he expected it to be read out in such a fey accent, like, <laughs> like yourself? <laughs> Do you want to have a go? There you go. Well, I think Tim Westwood over there can read it out. <laughs> Which number is it? It's the one I just read out. I can't find, yeah, it. I can't find it. And he is cruising in my 95 Pimpmobile. Excellent. Well, whatever it's called, it was brilliant. That was great. Uh, that was great. I think name. we should have Matthew Kumar on first because... Um, I'm trying to make up for him. Uh, yeah, we might play it three times. Is that because first the worst? I'm trying to get you into trouble with him again. In my best worst game feature, I normally try and pick games because I think that people should hear about them and be inspired to try them, even if they're flawed or bad in some way, because often that's what makes them interesting. This week's best source game is Earth Defense Force 2017 for that kind of reason. It's a really bad budget level Xbox 360 game that's still absolutely fascinating. It's got like, this hugely ambitious idea to offer these massive battles between the Earth Defense Force and an invading alien army across these huge, completely destructible cities. But because it was made by about 12 people, this is a hideously ugly mess. The cities in which you battle are ugly. The enemies you fight there are only about three of, and they just repeat forever. Your AI companions that make up your Earth Defense Force are just completely useless soldiers who stand around spouting endless contradictory phrases to each other and you, and then just get themselves killed. And every weapon you have is better at damaging the cities you're trying to protect than the enemies you try to kill. It's a game where the best way to play is just to run around madly, spraying hundreds of missiles in the vague direction of the invading ant or robot army. Nobody managed to hit about two or three of them, where the buildings that surround you are crumbling into the ground. It's a game that's simultaneously ugly, stupid and completely pointless, but yet because of that it's gloriously fun, hectic and utterly silly. It's Earth Defence Force 2017, and it's this week's Best Worst Game. Thank you, Matthew. Definitely uh, definitely well the best well feature done. we didn't play last episode. Yeah, who else did we drop? We dropped Talia as well, didn't we, from the last episode? Well, maybe she'll make the cut this week. What did you call her? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, this is One Life Left, Resonance 104.4, and the internet's favourite radio show. Hey, we got nominated for a Games Media Award. Did we? Today, yep. I Again? No- I nominated us. Well done. Yeah, well I'm, I'm, not done. Sure, I'm not sure if you made the, uh, the, the shortlist or whatever, but well done. Well done. I did see. I did see that someone else nominated us as well. We got endorsed by Ram Raider. Did Someone's, we? Yeah. Is that who CC does? Oh, no. I, uh, no, Ram, Ram Raider was much more public. Put it on his blog. Oh, okay. Nice. That's excellent. Yeah. Thanks um, very much. Yes, thank you. Someone else who endorses us by his very presence. Come on. John Hare. Who else could we have had for our 100th episode apart from one of our industry heroes? <laughs> How are you doing, John? I'm fine, thanks. 
But, oh, oops. sorry, John. So you're, you're doing quite well. I'm fine. Great. And, yeah. and you build John as um, creator of one of the best video games yep. of all time. Yep. Do you want to explain that? Well, he wrote Sensible Soccer, so. So, that's pretty one much just video games of all time, time, right? And you were the Sensible Soccer World Champion. You say what were. Happened? You say were, do you mean am? I'm pretty sure you lost, didn't you? Didn't Didn't you put your title on the line and lose? No, I never did. I, I, <laughs> I, said, I, I said I was going to as a publicity stunt for, <laughs> for the radio show, and then everybody forgot about it. What I would like, Simon, is there's a bunch of guys in Germany, especially, who play the game a lot still. Right. Sensiblesoccer.de. Right. They have a world championship themselves in Germany every year around about August or September. Right. You should really go and defend your title. Yeah, I, I, don't, you I, don't, I don't travel well. I don't travel well, no. I'm, I get air sick and, and Germany sick. You're the, you're the Dennis Berg camper. <laughs> <laughs> Sensible Soccer World. Welcome, John. So how are you? What are you up to these days? Oh, well, I've just started working with Jagex, so I've got a brand new thing, which is brilliant, actually. I read about this. It was big news, wasn't it, all across the internet about you joining Jagex? Well, a couple of weeks ago, yes. Because they're, they're, they're a company that are massive that, um, uh, that a lot of us don't know that much about, do we? Jagex is actually one of the, if not the largest online publisher in Europe. So, pretty big, yeah. Right, and is that why you chose to join them? Um, I chose to join them because they offered me a job, and um, <laughs> <laughs> I've been talking to them for about six months right. about various different things, and they've decided they wanted to open up the publishing space a little bit more. Right. So um, I'm looking at two things, which is the the, the way we structure the company, push it forward, and develop our products and the brand Jagex. Right. And also on the Fun Orb, which is the collection of smaller browser games. Um, to just oversee the design and all those games and push them forward as a game service, which is what we're doing. That must be like uh, taking a step back to the old days, is it? Designing web browser-based titles? Absolutely yeah. fantastic. I mean, I'm sitting in an office with Mark Faulkner, the producer, and we've got a team of guys and eight games in development at once. Right. Uh, and there's just so much to look at, so many different kinds of games. So That's are these your, your original concepts, or are you working with other creators? No, th at this stage, th th nothing's come from me, because the, the team's there. Well, it's have you been doing team. that? <laughs> no, I've been sitting in my house. Actually, I've been doing music, we'll talk about that later. Okay. But I, I've been, uh, I was working pretty much almost full-time with Nikitova until the end of October of last year. Right. Uh, and I've been doing bits of consulting here and now. I've been in Turkey. Do you remember Mev Dink? I do remember Mev, Mev did, did yeah, last, Mev, last Samurai, of course. Mev runs a company called Sobi in Turkey. They're right. the biggest developer in Turkey now, and he's got a game called I Can Soccer, which is an online football game, okay. which I've been working with Mev out there, which has been great. Is that going to be coming through you guys as well? Oh, uh, no, it's not, not to do with Jagex. This right. is what I was doing previously, okay. but um, he, the, they've got a big launch coming out in September from Turkey. It's a, it's a really good online football game, sort of 11 versus 11. Excellent. Mm. Yeah, so there's been fun. lots of online football games coming up, aren't there? Of yeah, there's quite a few. I did some work on Football Superstars, of course, which is right. already out. Yeah. Um, I've been looking at a whole bunch of iPhone stuff and getting my intellectual property in order with... Tower Studios and stuff, so I've been doing lots of behind-the-scenes stuff. Yeah, and, 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 now, and now you're out, you're out public-facing. So well, the football season's over, isn't it? Yeah, it's, right, it's cricket. Uh, so what sort of stuff can we expect from Jagex, then? Well, what we're developing is a, is a game service, FunOrb. FunOrb has already got about a million uh, account holders, so right. it's, it's, not, it's, it's quite mature and running. Yeah. About 36 games on there, so what I'm working on is developing that service, getting the the game's all kind of talking to each other more. We have an achievement system there at the moment, which means that um, basically all the games kind of talk to each other a little bit. You can get achievements from all of them which go together in a pot. Right. Um, but uh, I'm really there just to... The owners want to push things forward. They very much love the old days of the Amiga and 
those kind of games uh-huh. and the idea is to just haul these games and offer people on a on a, on a PC browser basically um those standard of games, but so lots of them all, all under one service. You know? So this is all in all in a the browser. They don't have to download special software. It's it's all it's all sort of like browser based. Yeah. Oh, okay. Are, are, are these casual games or they're, they're, some of them are, are what we call we casual mean, games? Women games. No, <laughs> uh, no. Some of them are small games. Right. Some of them are bigger games. I okay. mean, if you look at games like uh, Arcanist, dot com is its own website actually. But um, Armies of Gillenor, Kickabout. Um, we got a couple of new games coming up soon. That Still Sentinels and um, Bachelor Fridge, which is an interesting game. Bachelor Fridge. Yes, that's a really, really interesting original concept for a game. Actually, it's fun. What so, do you have to do on that then? Well, you have to use your food, which mutates in the fridge because it's been there so long and turns into little monsters. Because it's a man's and then, fridge. And you have to use the little food monsters to fight each other and have the most dominant, mutated, disgusting food. Sounds monsters. like a Craig the Rage game, doesn't it? <laughs> so, so it's a it's a very uh, creative hub. You know, it's a very creatively run company. I mean. Jagex has got a pretty unique history because it's it's back from RuneScape, obviously. Yeah. You know, which has been phenomenally successful. Obviously, I, I could see Anne was about to butt in and talk about <laughs> yeah. RuneScape. Oh, there, yeah, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> Anne, Anne doesn't know anything about games. No. Sorry, carry on. So, so, so in a way, I, I view Jagex as being almost like a Nintendo in on the online world. It's been very much run running itself. The owners are very games focused. Uh, and it's a brilliant opportunity for me. I mean, that's I, the most important thing, isn't it? It's, it's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, it's a chance to do what I'm good at, which is make original games without too much resistance. Cool. From the system. Brilliant. Thanks, John. Uh, we will have more from you later in the show. I think it's time for another feature, Simon. Really? Go, yes. Right. Who are we going to go for? We're going to go over to Doctor Avatar. This is Dr. Avatar, beginning dictation for patient Gainsborough, comma, Eris. I received this young 22-year-old female in critical condition at 1300 hours this afternoon, unconscious due to a large puncture wound in the lower middle quadrant of the abdominal pelvic cavity. She was not in a state to provide medical staff with the details of her injury. Though the wound was severe, her condition was stabilized with type O blood transfusion and isotonic fluid supplement. According to the ultrasound analysis, this extensive trauma did not significantly damage any vital organ. It was later confirmed by the patient that the wound was caused by a daikatana. An analysis of the blade's entry point suggests that this high-level weapon landed a critical strike. Thus, she is exceedingly fortunate that the lower small intestine was not compromised. Eris is still recovering from hypovolemic shock, and she will likely need to remain in my care for a month's time. I anticipate recovery to be smooth as soon as the patient is able to cast cure on herself, but she will likely need to be placed under protective custody in this region. Miss Gainsborough tells me she was traveling with eight companions. Parenthetically, I am shocked that her company appears to have unceremoniously thrown her in a pool rather than administer paramedical treatment. Moreover, she apparently does not have any contact information for them, and thus we have not been able to notify anyone. As a result, I fear her companions will never become aware of her recovery. CC this report to Dr. Phoenix K. Down at Lifestream Medical. Ending dictation for patient Gainsborough, comma, Eris.
Billy Nestor that day They were waiting by the fence They couldn't stand his glasses or his intelligence He remembered thinking clearly As they put the boot in I wish I was strong and bendy like Dowson Stumbled into the kitchen Battered black and blue His mother said to God Billy What did they do to you? Billy muttered back It's pointless to be brave When you're up against creepers You're reasoning with cavemen Billy don't be silly His mother said you need to cheat in life if you want to get ahead Use all of the options that are open to you And you can finally bid those nasty bullies at you Next day they were there again, he's all trouble ahead They were milling round like extras and typing off the dead Ugly zombie brains filled with player-killing thoughts They gave Billy a wedgie in his schoolboy shorts It was looking dicey as the mouthpeeders closed in He recalled his mum's advice, it saved his skin Billy cried I-D-S-P-I-S-P-O-P-D And to everyone's amazement with one bound he was free Billy don't be silly as father said at night You need to turn and face him if you wanna win this fight Cheating grants power but it takes responsibility Even so son hurt them plenty for me Next day armed with knowledge and ready to duel Billy took a deep breath and marched him to school He found the knuckle draggers either more defiantly Tilda and Sophie had to die dee 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 The first ones that hit Billy bounced harmlessly away Then Billy followed up with IDKFA Apocalypse now more monstrous than Lost Ness And God Billy never used IDCHRPPERS He smashed pumpkins into small pieces of putrid debris Best as crooked as a you can pay me be There's no point fighting on us for following principles No clipper weapons, no poetry the overriding moral from Billy's tale Is that the quest is perilous, there is a holy grail Losing is for losers, there's no virtue in defeat Only fools play by the rules, so cheat, cheat, cheat Up, down, left, right, A, B, star 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 You gotta cheat down, left, right, A, B, star Exclusive. 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 It's the Do You Inverts. Oh, it just get better. And it's called Billy. That's good. Awesome. And before that, you heard Adam Dimiti. Dimiti? Dimiti. Uh, yeah. he's, our, he's our Dr. Avatar. Right. Is he the one who got the spelling checked upstairs by our um, Welsh uh, expert? I don't know. He's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a medical student from Canada, so that might be why getting it checked by our Welsh expert might not have worked. Yeah, he said he was pronounced entirely differently, didn't he? He did, but uh, Adam declares differently. And I think he should know. That's entirely his prerogative, isn't it? Letters. Letters. 100th birthday letters. And we've got 100 letters for you. We're going to have to whiz through the 100. Quickly. Get on with it, Simon. Uh, Tim Miller writes, Will OLL be joining the bike show's London bike ride? You could pretend it's like Excite Bike, he says. Um, we won't, know, but uh, 
when we got into the studio uh, and had a chat with the bike man, um, he goes, uh, he was slagging off other riders, wasn't he? He was. He was saying, he, well, we, sh- we probably shouldn't say. He was saying there was one particular guy in the Tour de France what? he didn't like. What did he call him? We can't say that word again, can we? Anne. DSD Anne and the other one. Uh, you keep doing live versions of One Life Left, which A, you failed to podcast due to technical difficulties, and B, I am too lazy to attend. Could you perhaps rectify this by doing the next live event from my flat? I should warn you, it's a bit rubbish. She doesn't say rubbish, she says that other word we're not allowed to use. Yours, John Fox. Um, Sorry, you flat out, John Fox. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe we'll pop around. Tidy it up, you've got girls coming around. <laughs> John. Have you got a lad to read? Well, that's interesting. You have John Fox. John Hare. Oh, we have yeah. John Hare. And I've got a letter here from a guy called Johnny Bull. Really? So there you go. No, really? Almost made up. Okay, so Johnny Bull says, uh, please could you interview somebody involved in Sonic and Sega All-Stars Racing and ask the following question over and over and over. Why does Sonic the Hedgehog need a car? He's Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> Please also respond to any responses with, but he's Sonic the Hedgehog. Without <laughs> swearing if deemed appropriate. That's a great idea. That's a good idea. If anybody else has got any inappropriate questions we can ask people. Maybe, we, maybe we could them. genuinely do that. Yeah. Maybe we could do that. Anne, if I give you the phone number of someone from Sega, will you do that? Yeah. Will you do that? Will yeah. you? Do you promise? Yeah. Okay, Excellent. we'll do that. Okay, uh, dear team, writes Ross Hendry, apologies for the lateness of this message, especially given the gravity of the situation. I've just realised that after tonight's episode, you'll need to change the name of the show. Every gamer knows that collecting 100 of anything gets you a new life. So after 100 episodes, you'll no longer only have one life left. From episode 101 which will naturally have to be numbered one, the show will, be, will need to be called Two Lives Left. That's unless someone manages to lose a life after the rename, in which case it'll go back to One Life Left. Keep up the episode number increasing work, says Ross. I don't like the sound of that. It means one of us has to die. And? And by if next week... Gone, <laughs> <laughs> would you? Oh, just, just for an easy life. Okay. Uh, do we have any more letters? Uh, we've got uh, a long one from Dan Clark. Um, he said uh, he hasn't emailed us for an age. You're, yes, we've got your email, and we will sort it out if you've not done anything about it. We keep meaning to. Sorry, this is a private co- conversation between us and uh, Dan Clark. Between us and Dan Clark? Yeah, but, yeah, well, me and Dan Clark. Uh, okay. us, I, I'm responding on behalf of the show. Um, he said he met Copy's dad. He talked about that thing that we need to do with Dan Clark, uh, which we will do. Sorry, good okay. luck. Oh, we can oh, definitely. Good luck. Definitely oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We we can definitely. Yeah, yeah. He's launched yeah, yeah. a new site though, um, AmishGamer, AmishGamer.com, uh, which you should all check out. Brilliant. We uh, we also asked for phone calls. We had loads of them. We should ask other people to call us. Yeah. Do we, we should, know the number? Can we do that after this? When I have a chance to look at look up what the number. is. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, we asked for phone calls to the One Life Left voicemail or answer phone. Anne. Ansophone, as we call it, where you can hear a saucy message from Anne. And uh, we received loads. We received one in particular we liked, which was longer than all the others, uh, and it was from someone very special indeed. My loyal gaming subject, as Queen, one is used to sending telegraphs out on various hundredth anniversaries. It is only ten years ago that one was congratulating FIFA and EA on their hundredth version of the exact same game. And today it gives one great pleasure to commemorate the 100th episode of One's One Life Left. However, the past 100 episodes have been an anus scantilberious. For a core gamer like oneself, with lead skills, it disappoints one to see all three console manufacturers 
chasing after the casual market. My route is particularly scary. It reminds one of Fergie. And there was the incident with Otsunuki breaking into one's bedroom. Scary stuff. At least one life left is still here to keep the Empire's flag flying. One particularly enjoys the work of Sir David Green and one looks forward to him giving one looks forward to giving him his knighthood. I apologize for the mistake. Mustache, one needs to finish Hilly Free on legendary setting. Cheerio. That's pretty impressive, isn't Who it? Knew the Queen was a robot. Anne. Who knew? That's what the phone line does to anyone's voice. Of course, if you want to get in touch with One Life Left, there are loads and loads and loads of ways of doing that. You could email us at... Team at OneLifeLeft.com. <laughs> I won't do it unless you point. Okay, 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 okay. You could go on our Twitter, which is twitter.com slash... OneLifeLeft. Very good. How, and how you don't have a Twitter, do you? No. Because I, uh, I, I have a Twitter now. Oh. Yeah, which is uh, Steers here. And Simon has a Twitter, which is Byronic Man. Yeah. But you don't. I don't have a Twitter. You know, you know Scanters is free. I'm not very interesting. I think people... I think you would get more followers than either of us. Shall we have a competition? Let's see Let's if that's see. true. So you're going to go back and make a Twitter, maybe maybe twitter.com slash scanners. Is our MySpace page still going? Um, it is going. But I wonder I've... if there's people hanging out on MySpace still, just wondering where everyone else is. Yeah, the problem is, the problem is I've lost the password for it. Right. I can't get it back. Uh, so it's you can go and add us on a friend on MySpace if you want. It's not really going to help at the moment until I manage to recover it. There's a Facebook, isn't there, Anne? Yeah, at facebook.com. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. And you can uh, be a fan of us there and, uh, you know, um, friend us and whatever other people do on Facebook. Maybe see some exclusive One Life Left photos, maybe. And also, there's a website. Where's that? www.onelifeleft.com But most of all, we have a phone line, which is very, very exciting, because people can call and leave us messages. Just like that? Like the Queen. Just like the Queen, and all the other ones. We we get very excited. <clears throat> they go straight to our email, and in a second, when Simon has finished struggling with the uh, with the internet... Oh, I can't find it. I can't find it. If anybody knows our phone number, can they email it to us? And when are you meant to learn our phone number? <laughs> it's really we need that jingle. Oh. We need the jingle. Three. Ugh, we're going to oh, have no calls next week Lord's now. For Lord's sake, this is, this is terrible. John, what's your phone number? <laughs> Give oh. it out. <laughs> Would you for a week only accept telephone calls on behalf of the show? Maybe not. <laughs> this, <laughs> this I've is, got yours. <laughs> this is Week of Wiki Wawa. Phone boxes. <laughs> this is Week of Wiki Wawa, the feature that anyone can edit. And edit it you have, because I'm now apparently going to look at the Zap64 article instead of my intended subject of bulleted lists. It was more of a crash man myself, at least before it went crap in 1989. I imagine sourcing information for these old magazines is going to be difficult, because who's going to write about them apart from Retro Gamer? Right, let's have a look. Well, it's not horrible. Competently written introduction and history sections. However, the only citations are from a handful of online fan sites. No edit warring, no heated arguments on the talk page. There's a polite discussion as to whether Paul Summoner was a fictitious character or not. Hang on, fictional staff members? Let's have another look. Aha, bulleted lists. Not one, but two. First is a long list of the magazine staff members. No introduction, no context, no citations. These could be made up for all I know. Below this, a list of fictitious characters ranging from Chuck Vomit to Tamara Knight. Casual contributors love their bulleted lists because they're easier than writing prose. 
particularly in video game articles where it's all too tempting to add a list of guns found in shoot-em-ups, or cars available in a racing game. It's the kind of material that might be useful on a fan site or game guide, but it lacks the real-world context required for an encyclopedia article. It's affectionately called Gamecruft, which I intend to talk about in the future. Back to our Zap64 article. Of course we need to write about the magazine staff members, but this should be done using those sentence thingies we were taught about. It might be time to scour those retro gamer magazines. I'm Duncan Timoney, and am I a reliable source yet? to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM and maybe you're listening on iTunes. That's something else we have. Oh yeah, we've got iTunes. You can find us on iTunes by searching for... I- oh, One Life Left. Very good. And we have a phone number, finally. Phone number update. Phone uh, number update. I've just posted on Twitter to remind ourselves of it. Uh, it's 033006079. That oh, number again. 033006079. One more can, time. 033006079. If you can make hard? us a jingle, Please. we won't have to do... This. this make us a jingle, make us a jingle, and then this will never happen again. Just want to point out, Westy Forty nominated us two for oh, all categories nine. for the Games Media Awards, so we might win games for in- all categories. Games industry Do you legend. know what? I want to win Rising Star. <laughs> you could win. That's, That's a good idea. Thank you. This is La Road to Bordeaux um, by Thomas Armstrong. This one goes out to the Bike Show. To a big shout out to the Bike Show. They're on their way home now. Big up the bike show. Yeah. On their bikes, listening to One Life Left. Are you allowed to listen to... I saw a man doing that earlier. Really? Excellent. John, yes. you've got something exciting and musical you want to talk to about, talk to us about, don't you? Ah, yes. It's a One Life Left exclusive. 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 Does anyone know about this? Uh, very few people, maybe my friends. So, so, so no one? <laughs> no, no. no one, no. No official announcement. So. What, what, what are you doing? Well, I've been working on something earlier this year uh, to do with music. You know, I play in this band, uh, Sid 80s, yep. and uh, right, yeah. I've been writing music for a long time and stuff. So, um, I actually have a friend who, who runs a, uh, a folk show on Resonance FM right. called Simon Ritchie. So, Simon's part of this as well, but also mainly myself and Ben Daglish, a famous yeah. pewter mm. musician. Uh, I've owned this thing for ages called SensibleSoundWare.com. So SensibleSoundWare.com. Yes, it holds all the sensible music IPs like War's Never Been So Much Fun. Which we've played on the show. Actually, um, sorry, if we did play it on the show, would we owe you any money? Well, yes. No, we've definitely not. Never never played it. How how does it go? If you sang it now, actually, would you then get royalties (laughs) for yourself? (laughs) Oh, and I'd get nothing, but there you go. Do that. (laughs) Okay, so maybe later. So, so, um... Yeah, so all the old sensible stuff, including all the sex, drugs, and rock and roll stuff, which never came out. Of course. Um, and anyway, so Ben's got a whole bunch of music. Sid has got loads of music. There's loads of computer musicians we know about. And we're basically, it's an online music publisher so for, for us, for our computer game music, for bands we're in, which are nothing to do with games, for bands which um, 
our friends are in. Right. So, so I play in a, quite an interesting little band. So yeah. um, I'll give it a little plug then, why not? No, so, please do. Uh, little Big Band, we're called. So I play with Simon. <laughs> There's lots of Little Big Bands, on the, unfortunately, on, when you look on, online. Okay. But um, Simon, the, the, the guy's the DJ here, I play with him. And uh, a guy called Jack Monk, who right. used, to, used to play bass with Sid Barrett once, believe it or not. Interesting. Ooh. So it's fun. I will choose to believe that. And uh, it's, it's true. <laughs> yeah. And a um, uh, trumpet player called Tom Walker and a drummer called John Shaw. And the five of us go out, average age of too much <laughs> and uh but we play locally and we have fun and we've got a weird kind of cabaret sound i guess right so um there's that and everyone does their thing mark knight i don't know the mad fiddler mark knight he plays today so he's got some stuff so okay. all sorts of interesting things and what's and so what and so what's what's your goal with uh sensible uh, sound where dot com, well, dot the, com. the goal is quite simple the goal is that i've been um writing music for about 30 years and i'd rather put no, so like 27 years. I'd rather um, do something... What is it? it? Uh, but, well, before I die, I want it to go somewhere. Right. So even if it's just a library for my music, which people don't want to listen to, at least it's not at least it's died there. entirely. So is it, is, it, is it live now? Not live at the moment. There's not a lot to see. But I can give you a little taster or tune or something if you want. We can go there and wait for it, can't we? Can go <laughs> there and wait. Remember. Thanks, John. Good luck with that. Even if you've never suffered a bereavement and feel confident that you've been prepared for the moment by motion pictures and such like. Rest assured that the news comes as something of a shock on your best laid plans to fall to your knees and tear open your shirt, revealing a taut and hairless torso, your grief witnessed by an attractive nurse washing her hands in a nearby basin who feels drawn to your intoxicatingly masculine sensitivity. These plans will be put on hold as you open and close your mouth, wide-eyed and silent like a goldfish, dimly appreciating the sensation of being totally unmoored from anything that's ever happened before. Your mother was a humorous woman. Friends described her as handsome. The general consensus being that she had a near miss with beauty at around the age of 20. After that, it was handsome all the way. You seek refuge in nostalgia and realise that souvenirs only remind you of the act of purchasing and that reading old school reports only reminds you of the feeling of being judged. You reflect on all the occasions on which you've thought about the concept of death in the past, or speculated about your own death, or speculated about the death of a loved one. You feel annoyed at yourself for not being better prepared. This is why you love video games so much. Nothing as trashy as having multiple lives, or a finite number of hit points making your character's death reassuringly easy to forecast. More the feeling of not being wedded to any one conclusion, or being able to defer the ending entirely. Better yet, the old-style arcade games like Atwan or Beachhead 2000, when time runs out and you can choose whether to continue or not continue. You decide in this moment to continue and resume your lifelong pursuit of the consolation prize. Craig the Rage McClellan, upbeat as ever. <laughs> Happy birthday! It's the One Life Left review section, the hundredth review section. It's going to be a goodie. Mm. Hundred reviews. Yeah. And what have you been playing? Uh, at the request of Steve's mum, uh, I played Time Gentlemen, Please. Interesting. It's really good. It's really funny. And <laughs> um, how long did you play it for? <laughs> About an hour. How far did you get? What level? Doesn't have levels. <laughs> 
Uh, one? Right. I don't know. Hey, there's uh, Dan Marshall. We had some good news about Dan Marshall, inventor of that, didn't we? We yeah. did. He's coming out here again for Channel 4. Oh. It was announced at the Development Camp well Conference. Well done. Happy well birthday! Done. Brilliantly. Birthday. Brilliantly. Also, it's called Privates. <laughs> it's it's about rude bits. It is about sexy bits, Dan. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's about when sexy bits go wrong. Okay. And, what, and so what's been there, Dan, that... And also not been there. Time gentlemen, please. Uh, what's that like? Oh, it's just really funny. And I really... I was clicking because it's a click and point one. Right, one of those. Yeah, and so I was just clicking on things because basically they've got loads of things that Ben and Dan say and they're very funny. So I just kept clicking to make sure that they would say more things because that was very funny. Um, were you were you laughing over your keyboard, were you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you snort out a cup of tea? No, I don't drink tea. It's a it's a click and point one. It's a click and point. New, a, a, new, a, a new redefining genre. genres. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Um, what would you give it? Seven out of ten. John, what have you been playing? Well, for the last um, couple of months, I've been playing this game called Fashion Wars, which is one of those Zinger Facebook games where I'm a supermodel and I go around go around, fashion shows and stuff. Going around. So yes. does it, is it one of those that tells all your friends, John has scored 22 supermodel points. Why not? Why don't you try and score? Like are you hotter playing, than yeah. John? I couldn't say that possibly, <laughs> but... And uh, good, good fun, is it? It's, well, it, I've turned it into a... Uh, accumulating property game where I just, I've just earned my $200 million an hour I earn now my property I've earned Whoa, really? several what sort thousand of things properties do you have to do for that? Well, um, you, first of all you do fashion shows then you end up just investing it in properties because otherwise you just you need to spam your friends too much to climb the game so I'm playing the alternative route have you, have of property you seen your accumulation. friends increase or decline? No, I have five friends and I need about 80 at this point oh. <laughs> Five friends on Facebook we should go and join John here uh, and what score would you give it? I'll give it 7 out of 10 Simon, what have you been uh, playing? Well, I've still been playing uh, Demon Souls uh, I finally got online with it because uh, I've, I've got the internet back at home now oh, okay. um, and when I've not been doing that I've been playing uh, Demon Souls and uh, yeah it's got a really interesting thing when you play it online you don't play it well sorry you can play it with other people but uh, you log into a server and if you're just playing a level on your own you can see you can touch the blood stains of people that have just completed the level and see huh. how they died. So, like, so that you kind of reanimate a ghost for a few seconds, right. and then you see the animation of how they died. So, you, so, like, you could perhaps see that they went around a corner and got shot with an arrow or stuff like that. Oh, that's cool. Clever way of doing it. And you can communicate with others by leaving messages on the floor. Uh, where you can warn people about dangerous bits coming out. It's excellent. It just gets better and better and better. Do so people actually do that, or do yes. they just draw? No, because... If because you... there's one thing people always draw. Yep. Um, I haven't seen any of those. It's because you can't... You have to choose some set words. And oh, OK. If your um, message... Eight equals 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 <laughs> capital D. <laughs> I put... I chuck a couple more equals in there, Steve. Okay. Then, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then one of those ways... What they call the <laughs> tilde, aren't they? Um... <laughs> And so, uh, no, but if you put a good message down and it gets rated by uh, by other players as being good, All right. you get more health. Oh, very good. It's excellent. It's excellent, excellent, excellent. One of the best games ever. 7 out of 10. Steve, I've been playing Tiger Woods and uh, Fight Nights. You've got all mainstream, haven't I know. you? Uh, EA sent us a copy of that, uh, kindly. Us, did they? How they did, did they send us? How are you getting all your copies? Oh, yeah. It, uh, surprisingly, not very well. Oh. Well, uh, maybe you can, if you continue to be as polite as this, maybe you can uh, so borrow it explain, after me from so the One Life Left Games Library. What is golf? Uh, golf, you hit the ball, you try and get in a hole. Fight Night, you try and hit another person until they fall down. Right. Both of them are fine. There is a multiplayer mode in the golf game called uh, One Shot, I think, or One... Uh, one Maybe it's called One Ball. Don't know. Uh, either way, uh, that was brilliant. A very, very good way of making the game faster and, um, and making people betray each other. It was very, very exciting. That was in 
Tiger Woods, not in the other one. Right, okay. Uh, most fun was had by adding our faces to the game using the PS uh, camera. Right. Uh, which was which is funny and not very accurate. I was hoping it just wrapped a photo around a, a sphere or something. Right. But apparently that's not how you do but, it these days. It takes facial measurements and, and creates a character in the style of the game. Looks a bit like you, but it was still funny. Going back to Anne's earlier news story, just imagine when the technology exists so that it, like, not only does it recognise how old you are, but when you try and put your face on it, it just goes, nah. Nah. <laughs> Too ugly. <laughs> anyway, it was uh, it was excellent. I really really enjoyed Good. both of them. Uh, playing them with four friends, uh, I would give them seven out of ten. Oh, yo. So what have you been up to? Um, playing games. Okay, and what game have you been playing this week? Hmm. I've been playing Dolphin Two. My Dolphin Two thing, something like that. Okay, who's it published by? I'm not sure. What uh, format are you playing it on? DS. DS. Okay, what do you have to do in My Dolphin 2? Um, well, it depends if you want to go on a day trip. Um, well, um, you, you, it only lets you go onto the sandy beaches because it, it's new. I'm not sure if you get to go anywhere else, but yeah. And um, you get to play with this dolphin, which is yours, and you get to play... Is that why it's called My Dolphin? Yes. It should be called Your Dolphin, though. My is talking about me. Yeah, your. My. Your dolphin. My dolphin, too. So your dolphin, I'm, too. No, but if I'm talking about it, I, I'll say My Dolphin, too. Yeah, but, if, but if, if I ask for it, I have to say Your Dolphin, too. Oh. Huh? What else do you have to do in it? Um, well, you don't have to do anything, basically. It just gives you... Okay, so, you what, so why do anything? Given the choice on whether I have, to, I have to do something or not, I'll usually choose not to do something. <laughs> so what sort of things can you do if you want to do them? Um, well, if you want to do them, you can you can just go to your house or play with your dolphin and... Your house or my house? My house. Your house. Depends who buys it, okay? Okay. <laughs> um, so you can go into your house and there's these selection things. You can have music playing, but only one. There's only one bo- box when you. You just need to get some more music playing. In these boxes, there's these shelves and stuff. Uh, in the box that you can select. If it's just, if it, a box doesn't have anything inside. Makes perfect sense. What, what are the graphics like? Good. Sound? Brilliant. Playability? Cool. In-game physics? What do you mean? Number of polygons. Huh? What, what, what score are you going to give it? In English? Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I give it 7 out of 10. Thank you. Thank you, Talia. I think I won that. Beat her. <laughs> you know what I mean? Is that what it's come down she to? She left a mess on the floor after that. Yeah, exactly. Whoa. Really? I think so. The end of the 100th episode. Isn't that exciting? <sighs> we didn't get to talk about the Develop Conference. We had a great time there, didn't we? We certainly went there, yeah. Um, we had, uh, <laughs> we had, 
uh, the, the, it was us versus lunch. We lost, uh, yeah. but then we did the end session, didn't we? Where and won. We asked an, uh, an awkward question of Ernest Adams, um, who admitted yes. to killing animals. Uh, we wound up Mark Rain, didn't we? We did. We that did. Was we did. We did. That was excellent. Wasn't it? Um, Maybe that's the story for another episode. What are your favourite uh, favourite memories of One Life Left? Well, before it died. <laughs> just nice to look back nice to take this point and look back if and then from now promo, on look forward we'd have a promo video it'd be us in bed in Nottingham which was in the that promo video for the National fabulous. Uh, for, for Game we'll City be, we'll be doing stuff again at Nottingham and what's in fact you know uh, Masaya Matsura inventor of Parappa the Rapper approached me at Develop and said I saw you in bed which for a he's moment he's got a Playstation <laughs> camera isn't he <laughs> yeah, for a moment and then he said at Nottingham um, on the big screen so that was exciting I don't know it's been it's been a longer hundred episodes, hundred hours. Hundred glorious. Well, no, it's not glorious. Do we get our wings now, like, okay. like yeah, pilots? I think so. I We've got cakes here to celebrate. Do you want to have a cake? Happy birthday! Happy Apple, birthday! Though. Happy birthday! We're going to see how many we can put in our mouth. I'm going to have a cake as well. We're going to down in one. Yeah. Ready? Here we go. Here Eating we go. cake live on radio. Is this really the best way to end the hundredth show? Mm-hmm. Happy birthday, everyone! Happy birthday! Happy birthday! get two in. You no. put more than that in your mouth before. Oh, Anne. come on, Anne. Um, of course, it's not just all about looking back, is it? <laughs> Apparently, it's not at all about looking back. It's Simon. Close your mouth when you're eating. Um, it's about looking forward, and we've got an exciting next 100 episodes, which maybe we should trail. Really? Now, all 100 of them. We've got a guest lined up for next uh, week already. Yep. Get me doing my job. Um, sorry, I've got cake in me. <laughs> um, so that's going to be good. Mm-hmm. John Hay, you've been amazing, obviously. It's been great to see you again. Yeah, cheers. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I uh, bumped into John at Develop and went, uh, you have to come on. He went, right, Monday. And that's it. Uh, Here he is. Man of action. Should have another cake. What, so are we, uh, what are we planning to do next year? Um, this year we're doing Nottingham somebody made and us some a, other things. Somebody said that they were going to make us an offer that they can't refuse, didn't they, Develop? You remember yeah, that? Yeah, that was mm. true. We got offered an offer that we can't refuse. We don't know what the <laughs> offer is yet. Um, so next year we're going to be doing um, more exciting things. The year after that we'll be in space. Right. And then big robots. I might have had a heart attack. Firing there. lasers from our arms. Um, okay. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for joining us for this episode or any number of the past 100. Uh, we will keep broadcasting for as long as they'll let us. Uh, we have had a good time. Thank you, John. Thank, Thank you, John. To all of our Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah. Bye.